0: Alright guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We break down the Succession trailer, we talk Last of Us, Oscar noms, and we watch David Fincher's Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. Here we go. here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with the one and only Jimmy Channels. How's it going, Jim?
1: I'm so good, man. I'm so happy to be here with you hanging out.
0: Hey, me too. This is going to be a great episode. We had an awesome episode before we were talking sports. We broke down the NFL playoffs. Uh, We talked all about Logan Paul's big moment at uh, (laughs) the Royal Rumble. I guess he's cool now. And we talked a lot about the Minnesota Timberwolves. So it was a really good episode. Go back and check that out. Um, Otherwise, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's podcast
1: directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. I love that. What a beautiful thing to be able to go and subscribe and have your friends in your ears just for free every week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we got good stuff coming up.
1: We do. We have That's a good, good guest. guest. Yes. Next week, uh, we got Jordan Alama, who's coming on the show. Tornado Jolly himself. Yeah. He's... Legend of the local airwaves. Rocker of weddings. Yes. And friend of the pod.
0: Friend of the pod, mostly, first and foremost. So, Great
1: Timberwolves take giver.
0: Oh, absolutely. So he's going to be on uh, for both of our podcasts next week. Can't wait to talk with him. It's been a while since we had him on. Um, and yeah, go back, check out our other episode. We've got all kinds of good content coming for You guys, what are we drinking for this episode, Jim?
1: All right, so this is actually supposed to be kind of a premier beer. This is called, what is it, Joker? Can you read it from there? Joker in the pack. Joker in the pack. Oh, there, Joker in the pack. This is Drecker and Barrel Theory, definitely two, like, heavy hitters, coming together for, like, a big old hazy, like, it's a double IPA that, like, the can actually weighs a lot. This is a big beer. It's a big. <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> it's big. It's big. I don't know if it's too big or no, not, it's good. but it's certainly fun. And I it's, think it, it's... It, Drecker is always over the top. I
0: mean, it's like a heavy beer, but at the same time, it tastes really smooth and
1: silky. What a... Oh, my God. There we go. First silky of the year? First silky of the year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's really good and a great collab of two awesome breweries. I love it. All right, so here we go. We're going to start with Do We Care? First up, uh, Showtime and Paramount Plus are merging.
1: Okay, that's probably good news. Yeah, that's I exciting. didn't know that.
0: And it's going to be called Paramount Plus with
1: Showtime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the worst. <laughs> That's a terrible name. They Can't they do better? I love this, though, because I don't have Showtime.
1: I don't have Showtime. It's like
0: the one thing that I never have. Like, it's like kind of on the edge of like you sort of could use it and for like, some stuff.
1: And there's always like two or three shows that I would like to watch that are on like, Showtime. I watched a couple episodes of Yellow Jackets when it was a free week. Yeah, I would watch more. Yeah, and
0: then people always tell me to watch them. And I'm like, oh, I have every
1: streaming service other than that. Other than that one. I'm not really looking to get in the market and they for get one? uh they get some good movies you know stuff I haven't seen they have men right now they have X they have uh yeah so I think this is this cool is news. probably good although I you know if paramount goes up a dollar a month because of it that's still a good deal I think I for think us. so too I would still take that
0: and I also think like at this point like paramount is so much bigger than their streaming service, right?
1: They're a huge, huge company. They're this massive
0: company. So at this point, they're more interested in bringing on assets than they are about trying to make an extra dollar from you at this
1: point. They might not raise the price. Yeah,
0: they might not. Eventually they will, I'm sure. But at this point, I think they're just trying to accumulate as many shows and as much um, of the market as they can. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is a fun move and a terrible name. It can't be that. Paramount+. Plus. with show show time time. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not very good no it's really bad um yeah so i care about this i think this is going to be big and it's going to
1: uh open up my world to more shows that's always a good thing dude it is it's always good all right i got one so we do care about that right oh care a lot okay here's something i know you care about yeah hit me with it. succession it's gonna be back so soon it's going to be back in like a few weeks, I think, or like a month. I've been talking about Succession lately. And a trailer just dropped, yeah. And after
0: I watched the trailer, what I said to multiple people is something that, when it came out of my mouth, it surprised me. Oh, wow. But I believe it. And I said, Succession <laughs> is the best show on TV.
1: Well. It yeah, was- I mean, you did believe it. And you said it. I really believe that. Yeah, no, it's definitely, like, the the most well-funded and well-written soap opera of all time.
0: Uh-huh. It's the best show on TV.
1: Yeah. And maybe that's all you want for TV. Don't is. It? Don't you just want some serialized stuff that goes on forever and nothing really happens? I think that, like... Any character you like, don't worry. They'll be back.
0: I think, though, that... um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why I think that. I guess... I think the acting is probably the number one driver of me feeling that way. Absolutely. And,
1: I think it's... It, you know... It is the acting and these people have gotten so good. Um, but it's the writing that they get to work with, I think. That that's why you have people like the Culkin kid who's never really been super awesome at anything, is like winning Emmys and shit. Because the writing is so fucking good and the direction is perfect, then he just bec become a fucking artist on the set. You know, I so I think that they Everybody's just great. I think they put this show together
0: just to perfection yes i think the cast is flawless i think that they were like
1: could we do aaron sorkin but like more
0: realistic and they were like you got it and that's
1: honestly that's huge for me because aaron sorkin's dialogue (laughs) nobody we talk like on this podcast nonstop. we can't talk that clever and that fast nobody can aaron sorkin's dialogue
0: is like i have to think about it and they're already like two sentences it's like what if
1: the mit people all did math (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's it.
1: That's and then they ran it. the government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, we can use a little, but it, I get what you're saying, dude. And it is an amazing show. And the trailer was hype. I mean, the trailer also, to me, though, to be honest, was like, yeah, man, this looks like another season of succession. Like, the trailer did nothing but it get me excited for the next the season. The best part about it is that the funny, funny moments, because it is, can be very funny. Oh, yeah. I get that it's stressful at times, but I'm also like, yeah but that's kind of just ongoing and nothing really comes of it. Cause they're all super rich. It's like realistic.
0: Oh yeah. I you think know? that, I think that like the thing that holds the show together though, is Brian Cox
1: mm-hmm. who is, Oh, the show will be great without him though. Like you, if they ever decide to kill him, it'll be fine. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It'd be They'd be killing
0: care. Tywin Lannister though. Like it would still work afterwards, yeah. but like I would be sad. <laughs> I would be
1: right. bummed about
0: it. You're like, well, it was it's almost as
1: good as when they had Tywin. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So I got one for you. Okay? okay. This is um not quite the same level um of acting and writing, but that doesn't mean that I'm not excited for it. And that is Murder Mystery Two. It's coming yeah. to Netflix.
1: No, I liked it. i I care. <laughs> Dude, Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston. So did you you, you like the first one? I Loved the first it's one. A little aggressive. I loved it. It yeah. was it was bad. Yeah, but I loved it. Like, see, I place- think it was actually okay. It was actually it wasn't bad, was it? There's a place for bad <laughs> movies that
0: are good, and they're mostly Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> right, he makes tons of bad movies that are good, and that's okay. Like, there is different types of watching. Sometimes I want to like put my phone down. And, like, get totally immersed in this beautiful movie. Right. And we've been doing that a lot on our 3 Watch.
1: Yeah, we got more coming up, right? These are, like, movies that, you know, I'm taking fucking... I got my phone on because so I can take notes. I'm, like, into it.
0: <laughs> then then we have movies like Murder Mystery, mm-hmm. where it doesn't really fucking matter. It's just kind of stupid and silly, but I'm just laughing and having a good time. Yeah. It's mindless fun. We need that
1: as well. I like that.
0: This one is not going to be on a boat. It's going to be in Paris.
1: Okay, so last time it was kind of more like Italy stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, but it kind was like, mostly on a boat. Yeah. And That's because it, was, it like, was a COVID movie. Yeah. So now they can do whatever Ooh, they want. You're right. I didn't yeah, think they, they, put you, they put you on a boat or in a hotel when yeah. it's a COVID movie. Um, dude, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. I, I bet it's even funnier. I bet it's good.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about this. And it seems like a lot of people want to work with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And so I would imagine you're going to get some cool cameos.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's it's a Netflix movie, right? He's yeah. got this long Netflix deal. So this I, is, love uh, it. I do actually care about this. March
0: 31st. This.
1: Oh, that's coming right up. Coming right up. Love it. <laughs> I care. All right, dude. Um, I got one for you. Okay. Uh, a show that we like, uh-huh. maybe we don't always love uh-huh. The Boys. The Boys, superhero, yeah. R rated, mm-hmm. Amazon show. I like The Boys. You're right. I like The Boys. I I really liked The Boys for a long time. Now I like The Boys, and we'll see what happens yeah. next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Invincible is better than The Boys, maybe. Oh. Yeah, dude, you should probably watch it. So, get this: more people watched The Boys mm-hmm. than any of the like big, you know, Marvel shows on on Disney Plus. Does that surprise you? Considering it that it does, that you're supposed to be able to have like. You know, eight year olds and stuff. But then again, you're really only counting per account, right? Yes. And every account is owned by an adult. Yes. So streaming is good for adults. Adults. Yeah. Yeah. We get real R rated stuff. I think that
0: like The Boys is good and there's been some bad Disney Plus shows and disappointing ones. Yes. But I do think that there are some really good Disney Plus shows that are much better than The Boys. Uh, Andor was significantly oh my god, yeah. better. I'm not talking
1: about quality, even yeah. right, because like yes, Andor was much I, better. I do
0: think that's interesting though.
1: Yeah. All right. Well,
0: we're gonna keep it with Amazon here, right. okay? Yeah. um Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to make a Tomb Raider TV show for Amazon Plus. Crazy. And then Amazon also announced with it. I don't know if Phoebe Waller-Bridge will be doing this project as well. They also are ordering up a movie for Tomb Raider. Okay. So this is Tomb Raider, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, TV show and movie on Amazon Plus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sign me up. It's going to be interesting to see who they can get, because, to get. To play it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: If they get someone really cool to be Lara Croft. Chalamet? To be Lara Croft? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Hey, okay. this is 2023. Okay. I mean, who
0: would be their dream signing?
1: I, um, I'm worried it's going to be j Ana de Armas. Ana <laughs> de Armas.
0: I'm worried it's going to be j
1: <laughs> j Law <laughs> j- La is way too goofy. I'm she would like swing on a thing and be like, "Oh wow, ooh, oh my, okay, that was a little crazy." Like Phoebe she's Waller too- Bridge, She's goofy. Phoebe, well, here's the funny thing: Phoebe Waller Bridge is starring in the Indiana Jones movie, which is like, you know, the, the, is the Tomb, same Raider- thing. It, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider copied it yeah. and put a woman in it. Yeah. Um, so this is good news. I think this is cool. I want more from Phoebe Waller Bridge. I wish that she worked as hard as like Donald Glover does to just make. Content for us. Like, you're this amazing, brilliant, singular voice in entertainment. You get, you have the funding to do whatever you want. Everybody has signed on to your art. Make more stuff, please. Yeah. So, I'm excited, man. This is good news. Okay. Well, uh, you're up next. All right, dude. I got something for you. So, this is a show that you've recently signed on and become a big fan of and a big advocate for. Okay. And I know that's because you have always loved Justin Roiland. So much. And I know that you said that when it came out that, you know, he's been he's had multiple allegations and he's finally like being charged with some with domestic violence and assault. You said you're walking from the show. And so I just want you to defend yourself on why you pick. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But he but he's out, dude. He is out and he's the voice. He's not only a co-creator, he's the voice of so many characters, including Rick and Morty. He does them both. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and Um, so he's gone, and they're recasting and continuing. Okay, so I think there's two routes. I've been thinking
0: quite a bit about this. Okay. Oh. Okay, so there's two routes that they can go. One, they kill Rick and Morty right away, Mm. okay, to start season
1: seven. Without a line. They don't even get a line.
0: Yeah, they, like, are doing something, and then they get killed, and then they or they like they get killed but they have programmed a way that they can get put into a, the bodies of a Rick and Morty in a different universe who have slightly different voices. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that would be fucking funny.
1: That like it's that's like, just, oh it's like almost you, identical. That's what they're going to do. I hope so. That's and
0: brilliant. Uh, and like instead of just like robot voicing it like, yeah they or just instead have,
1: of just being like just glaze over even though it doesn't sound exactly the same or whatever yeah
0: they just do it so like they are the rick and morty have now taken over the bodies of a different rick and morty from a different universe so that
1: talks uh, slightly different slightly different though and maybe, you don't think they're they're gonna just be like now we got different voices, and it's like Wanda Sykes <laughs> is like one of them. <laughs> Maybe that's the episode. And yeah. then
0: they end on someone who sounds like very Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're they're like, trying out different like, voices. Like, yeah, oh, that would be so funny if the whole episode, the first episode, was them trying to find the right voices or something and they're
1: like we just got to get someone close here this is
0: ridiculous yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i think that
0: would be super funny like just like just absolutely playing to the drama everyone knows exists in real life so that's good man i think that they're gonna do something funny like that and they're gonna just like they'll keep going they're gonna make a laugh out of it and i think that the show will hopefully be similar in
1: quality I think it will. Uh, they have like, remember, they signed the huge contract to do like, yeah. m- like seven more seasons. So yes, and I we're heard, good.
0: I heard, that, I think it's ten seasons, and I think they had ordered up seventy episodes in it. And mm-hmm. so, um, you've already had a few of those seasons in the books, but there's plenty more to come. Plenty more, and
1: I think some like, like two movies towards the end too, or something. That's so kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it is a great show. It's been it's one brilliant. of, it's been one of the the bright spots of like going back and watching And if something. you had
1: to lose dan Harmon or justin you know and they it's not like we lost them he no. he's a piece of shit like there's no sympathy here um yeah
0: it wasn't like he he like i'm not defending any violence of any type i'm not defending any domestic violence but this was sounds like a very serious felony charge
1: yeah of like he did something really well he has the show on um hulu called solar opposites and that's canceled. I mean, or like he's off it too. So, yeah. and that one he started by himself. This yeah. one is, is mostly Dan Harmon, dude. He's the main writer. I think we'll be okay. Um, but yeah, Justin Merlin, figure your shit out, man. There's a, hey, Eric always says there's a path to redemption, but it might be a few years for you yeah. <laughs> in prison.
0: I think it's a, it's a while. <laughs> it's pretty him. bad. Yeah. All right. Um. Finally, Uh. last of us yeah renewed for season two what do we know about them going season two on
1: this i mean this is this is obviously this is like one of those like things we don't even need to announce they don't need to announce it's already been such a smash hit that they were they're going to do a season two which is great news the thing that i saw about it that surprises me is that season two is going to adapt stuff from part two the game part two the game right so um which is really different than than the first installment. And the first installment is like kind of a long story. I didn't know for sure if maybe they were going to take part one and split that up between like, you know, 14 episodes or 18, you know, 16 episodes, like two seasons of eight or something. It sounds like, dude, this season, <laughs> if they just go and knock out game one is yeah. going to be, it could be one of the greatest seasons of television of all time. Ooh. And maybe that's just what they were banking.
0: I'm I'm enjoying the fact that like everyone I know, is loving the show, right? And love the game, yeah. But knows what happens,
1: and mm. I have no idea. I, dude, I don't remember it. That's been the nice thing. Or like when I even watched episode one, I was like, I don't really remember all these details, which was actually super nice. I don't remember. I don't know any of it. It's all brand new to me. Which is yeah. Ooh. Which is beautiful. And it all is. the backstory stuff. I don't know if we're going to talk about it later. Anyway, yeah, let's so.
0: go. Let's just go into it right now. So yeah, we'll let's move just into do hot it. wrecks and not wrecks. I mean, this is the hottest we the got. The Hottest wreck that there is is the Last of Us. It's mm. by far the best show on TV
1: right now. This is like until Succession comes out, apparently.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is like this feels like you have to watch it live.
1: Got to watch it live. Um, I've or, actually or like of. shows that I'm like whatever on. I'll just watch. From my bedroom upstairs with the TV, right? Yeah. When it's like this, I watch it downstairs, downstairs. by myself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get like my blankets, right? I get yeah. a little drink. It's absolutely. a wonder. Like it's a it is appointment viewing, and gosh, is it fun to watch?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been so good. So we had episode three, which I think people loved. Um, it's
1: gotten just amazing reviewers reviews. loved it. I don't know. I haven't heard crowd reactions yet because it was different. It was. Traditionally, this would be an episode where it would people would be annoyed about and it would come like yeah. like episode seven would be this. And this was more common when there was like 18, 20 episodes in a season. They would do multiple sort of what they call like bottle episodes with like the majority of it goes to just a couple of characters in a one location. Yeah, it's usually cheaper to film, whatever. But, dude, this was so fucking well done and so powerful that. It was a premiere episode to me. Yeah, you took away the main characters and the main story to go to this like of off
0: the grid location of like a like a doomsday prepper. Yeah. How he handled the situation and a guy who stumbled upon his camp. These people were played by Nick Offerman who people might remember from... Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. As, uh, was it Ron Swanson?
1: Parks and Rec and uh, 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 that Parks bad. and Rec. Yeah, what
0: was that other show he was on that was so bad?
1: Par- yeah, I don't know. Remember that? Yeah. We
0: were really excited about it. Um, oh, devs. yeah, Devs. devs. Uh. He, he
1: was cool in that, though. And then, that wasn't his fault.
0: And then Murray Bartlett, who you might remember from... Uh, the first season of
1: White Lotus. Dull season one. Which he was like one of the best parts of television, and, I think, and that he, year. He died in that. Otherwise, I feel like he could have been the person that comes oh. back instead of uh, you know, the 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 gal that everybody loves now. I can't Coolidge. remember her name. Coolidge, Jennifer yeah. Coolidge. Um, Jay Cool, as we so, call her so on the pod.
0: This episode was based on them and it was like a like a amazing take on companionship and love mm-hmm. even in what was a dystopian you know terrible world right and i thought it was like an amazing episode i thought that they absolutely crushed this episode i thought the acting in it was amazing and i think like how they showed you and like gave you context to what happened after the events of episode one was so beautifully done
1: yeah it was and obviously they had a a very unique experience right because not everybody was a doomsday prepper yeah not everybody was this kind of like home home spun genius from a small town yeah. with resources the guy was already rich he had a super nice house And we don't even know what he did um you know before the world ended but and then you see like this you know frank character come and fall into a trap and you know he shows compassion bill lets him out they bond and then they become lovers, and it's like they fast forward years and have these like spats and they get have these dramatic moments together, and it takes them all the way up to you know the end. And it was, I dude, I had some tears, it was emotional. I thought they crushed this.
0: I think these guys are going to be mentioned at some point later in the year when it comes to awards. I think people thought this was just an incredible performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved this, like this "Don't Tread on Me" gun-toting yeah. small-town prepper. You know, all the preppers prepper. are the
1: you know they have the same political ideologies. Yeah, generally. they yeah. do. It's only like people prep on they the have, left they and prep their, on the right. They have their own political. <laughs> I prep for my reasons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so you have that guy, and you just imagine him to be like this, like bigot. And then he falls in love with this other guy, yeah. and they have this beautiful relationship. I thought they nailed this, um, and I thought that the tie-in at the end to the story that we are part of was mm-hmm. really well
1: done too. Right? Yeah. So this and show they tied is, in a couple uh, of times. Great. It's great. Uh, I hope that we didn't go too spoilers. I think that on this show, like sorry, just fast forward. I guess should have said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come up with some new this is the attitude era of the podcast. Yeah. So we might fucking No, yeah. we're going to be serious about it, but like <laughs> I, I do think that on this show it is Game of Thrones level yeah. as far as people that are watching are watching on time. Yeah. Um I think that we'll we'll, we'll warn you next time, but we're going to go spoiler on this show. Yeah. All right, uh next up you watched you people. I did. I did. So this is uh this is a movie that was primarily brought by Jonah Hill to Netflix. I think he wrote it. I I don't know if he directed it, but he's he's starring in it. It's all he's all over it. It's kind of like um like guess who's coming to dinner, you know, like interracial couple issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, which you'd think feels kind of dated because it's like, dude, there's lots of interracial couples. It's not like, you know, this shocking thing, but they bring a lot into it with him being Jewish, who's, you know, Joan Hill's Jewish in real life, yeah. so yep. he can draw from that. Julia Louis Dreyfus is is her mom who's fantastic okay. or his mom. So Yeah, it's really good. He gets in a relationship with, like, a black woman. And, dude, just like every modern screenplay, he's a podcaster. Okay. Have you noticed this? Yes. It's the best way, I think, for them to, like, dump exposition. Mm -hmm. Like, we are right now talking about our lives here. And, they, you know what I mean? It's just so easy. So, he's a podcaster. I get a little annoyed. It's so used. But, dude, the show, it's funny. And that's what matters. It's funny and it's pretty poignant. Okay. And I think Jonah Hill's a star. He's a star. I think this is the movie that he's done where he gets to most act like himself ever. Okay. Uh, he doesn't really like, he looks like he does when he's like surfing in California. He doesn't have to like dress in a certain different way. Um, I think it was, it's really good. And I think it's Eddie Murphy's in it. He's fantastic. It's definitely a rack, dude. It's like a, it's like a 83. Wow. It's pretty strong.
0: Okay. And, and it's he- actually
1: funny. You'll laugh, which is nice.
0: You're also watching poker face.
1: I am. And I think everybody should be. Um, What's it on? So it's on Peacock, which if you have cable, you already have it. If you don't, I don't know how much it costs. But I already just have it. And Peacock has like had some fire. Like I've been impressed with Peacock too. Or as some call it. The cock. The cock. Just the cock for short. Um but dude, so this this show is like kind of like a whodunit each episode. And the first episode, just watch the first. Watch the pilot. It's fantastic. Adrian Brody is so fucking good. And I love him and everything, by the yeah, way. He's great. He's so good. Natasha Leon is the star of the show. And so she did Russian doll on Netflix. Yep, yep. Remember that? Yeah, I do. She was so good. The show kind of sputtered out. Didn't know where to go because it had this yeah. big sci-fi thing. Yep. Um, this one has a kind of a bit of a gimmick as well in that, like she has this ability to see, tell if someone's lying always hundred percent. Okay. And it's, somewhat supernatural but they just kind of gloss over it and then I watched the second episode I'm like damn this is a procedural I had no idea so now she's in a different city with a new murder hmm. and then the third episode is a different city in a new murder and I'm like I don't know if I signed up for that exactly because it's they just don't do it anymore yeah that's like um, not a thing and there's definitely a through line so here's my here's my closest comparison for this quantum leap do
0: you remember no I don't even know what that is
1: oh Okay, well, it was was like a show in the 90s where, like, this dude would have... He was, like, getting sucked into different bodies and minds throughout time. Okay. And he would have to sort of, like, solve their problem, and then he could be released. And he keeps trying to get back to his time and his body. Okay. So, there's this through through line through it, but it's wild and different every time. So, it's really, really well done. It's really well acted. It's super funny. Natasha Lyonne's a star. But it's not what I expected after the one of the best pilot episodes I've, I've seen across all TV. I loved it. And then I was like, oh, but now it's different. So I would say watch it. I'm only they've only released four episodes and I've watched three and I really like it. It's a hot wreck. But I did not know it was going to be procedural, dude. That's just, okay. you don't see those. No, you don't. Not at all. Unless you love CBS.
0: A weird choice. All right. Yeah. We also got some award noms. OK, the Oscar noms it came out, came out. And uh, let's go through a few of the big ones.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have I got Best Picture in front of me. I think let's do that. Uh, you know, as we get closer and we start to make predictions, I think we can cover it more. So let's just run through this. Did you watch that All Quiet on the Western Front Netflix movie war movie? No, no You're, that's not for you. No, that's not for you. No, Avatar made it, which I love okay. because I was a supporter and everyone else was a doubter. So that makes me feel good. Um, the Banshees of Inishirin... On HBO Max, did you watch that?
0: No, that was that was um, <laughs> the guy. JC
1: who... watched it, and then I told everybody like, don't watch it.
0: That was the guy who was um from Harry Potter, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this the the, the guy that wrote it and does it is like this Martin McDonough, yeah, Irish like filmmaker. He's yeah. good, but it's it's slow. Elvis, fuck Elvis, everywhere, everything, all the time. Mm-hmm. Loved that. Watch that one um the fablemans which is the spielberg movie that made it that looks kind of boring it's kind of like an autobiography tar with kate blanchett i tried to watch this because it's free on peacock i think and i watched the first 20 minutes and i thought they're like they're trying to get people to turn this off and i did it was so fucking slow top gun maverick which we love triangle of sadness which i'm really excited to see actually i think that's going to be really good And then uh, Women Talking, which I haven't seen, but I think is available to watch. That's the
0: best pictures?
1: Those are the best pictures. So like, (sighs) you know, they kind of brought in Elvis and Avatar and Top Gun Maverick to sort of like have a couple, you know, like things that people have seen and
0: a couple of the big, yeah, a couple like big big
1: money ones and stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. What do you think out of those like? are you even going to try g- to watch some of these? The only I, one I really want to watch
0: everything everywhere all at once.
1: You should. It's so good. That's it's the so... one that I it's haven't fun, seen. It's hard to just
0: watch. That's the one I need it to watch. It
1: has all these awesome like side stories with, you know, these people that are been now nominated for best actor and actress and supporting. Actor. I
0: want, I would love it if we ran through and watched a bunch of these best
1: picture movies, but like, I think I would be bored. Mm. hmm. We'll do The like Banshee's. I get it. It was, like, kind of cute, but it was, like, dude, they this same group, including Martin and Madonna, did In Bruges, which you probably haven't heard of either, but it's the same (laughs) cast, and it was fucking funny and dark and, like, crass, and this was, like, a cute little Irish story in another Irish town about friendship. I was like, oh, my God.
0: I'm good. I'm good. You're good. All right, um. All right, it's time for our 3-watch
1: today. Oh, so let's go. This is going
0: to be exciting. So we are through four rounds. We're starting our final round of our 3-watch. I think this has been a really fun journey
1: so far. This has been so fun, and we watched awesome, awesome fucking movies through this thing. So this is Not maybe over yet.
0: the most controversial movie on our our
1: whole 3-watch. It might be. It so, might be. People's reactions are pretty wildly different on it, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I think like this movie was one that maybe others wouldn't have picked when they were picking the best Fincher movies. But I Mm. love this movie, or at least loved this movie at the time that we were picking this.
1: Right. Right. Well, we're about to hear what you think now, which is important. So this movie
0: uh, starts out with some amazing Trent Reznor. Yeah. I think Trent Reznor is about as good as it gets at this point in doing the soundtracks of movies.
1: He... uh. He's been fantastic, and he keeps working with Fincher. Yeah, so we get to see a lot of, we get to hear a lot of it. Really cool combo between the two of them. Yes, and
0: you had you had Trent Reznor and um, gosh, the girl from uh,
1: what what's her name? Like the I main didn't, actress? Didn't no,
0: I, I meant the, the the opening song, immigrant song, the cover of Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: but who? Oh, you know who covered it? Yeah,
0: it's uh the girl
1: from mm. uh, I can't get it, bummer. Ever ever. That one girl from, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm thinking of, right? No. This is, this is brutal. This just is move brutal. on, move Yeah, on. let's just go. All
0: right, so anyways, this movie um, was a remake of a Swedish movie right? that was put out a few years before. And they did the entire Millennium Trilogy of these movies about Mikael um, who in this is played by... Daniel Craig, right, and I think that this is a great role for Daniel Craig, and I have to assume that this is where uh, he probably got the role
1: for uh, Benoit Blanc. Yeah, yeah, as an investigator, right? As like like
0: a, this is more of a journalist, but it is mm-hmm. kind of the same thing. He's doing the same thing. So this, to me, while I was watching it, I thought, oh, I really like Knives Out. He's playing a more silly character, but he's doing the same thing in these movies. And he's kind of like this brilliant like guy who can see things and can find and comb through details to come up with things. So what I found about this story is that not that much happens mm-hmm. in this movie. But that did not change my mind about how much I like this. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, let's go. Because I think that this movie is shot brilliantly.
1: Yeah, looks amazing.
0: I think like just
1: the, the scenery. It's in Sweden like small town yeah, in Sweden. Yeah. Right.
0: And like his Fincher's attention to detail and his ability to make you feel cold, to make you feel at home, to make you feel confused, to make you feel whatever. Damn. He's so fucking good at wow. like Wow. That's know,
1: probably his greatest strength and I've never realized it yeah. until you said that. That's that that was a real nice take. Like just
0: like how he made me feel every single time that um Daniel Craig's character Mikael Blumquist would go to his his cabin, his guest house. Mm-hmm. Like he had a different like emotion or feeling every single time. Um, he was so good at like making you feel uh, suspicious mm-hmm. of all of the family, right? And then I thought like the stuff. Even though I understand why some people might not like this movie because of the sexual assault and rape scenes.
1: Uh, uh, unbearable har- brutal. Br- brutal 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 i don't know what i've seen that's much worse
0: brutal um but i think that uh, elizabeth salander is one of the most underrated characters of all time mm-hmm. she's brilliant she's so cool
1: she's, she's so fucking cool <laughs> in this movie
0: she, she is i i literally was like on the edge of my seat for every moment of her i felt such sympathy for her mm-hmm. i felt such so, so scared and angry for her I felt um, like I was cheering for her and she was getting revenge on numerous people. Um, she's she's a ward of the state, but she's the most brilliant person in the movie. and her um, social anxiety uh, is is like palpable. Mm-hmm. like she's so uncomfortable with people <laughs> like uh, not to jump to the end of the movie, but he goes, you look you look nice like it's really nice to see you again. And she looks at him for a second, looks away and says, it's Christmas again. And then (laughs) just is like, well, I'll see you around. (laughs) Like she's so awkward and just like, can't have like a normal conversation with anyone.
1: Yeah. But she was, she was good. And it's funny. Like, um, she hasn't done that much Rooney Mara, but she was so good in this and she looked so different. Like, they made her character so punk and so pierced out and short shaved yes. head, like she was just badass. And dude, I think that's more realistic than painting some softer version where she looks really pretty in certain lights. Like, yes. she looked awesome.
0: I thought she looked awesome. I thought her character was like, um, was like Mister Robot, Rami Malik. Yeah, like that. that I kind thought she of was so
1: cool that I thought like I have a note here that if they had kept making these movies she would have become like a queer icon. Oh yeah. Right because she's bi, right? She had relationships in the movie with girls and yes. with guys and like she does what she wants and she's a badass and all these reasons that like she really should have been way more iconic if they could have kept making these movies.
0: To me, I think like one of the real mysteries of my my movie watching life was this movie. Yeah. So, I watched it and I've watched it now multiple times um i don't even have a dvd player and i own this
1: dvd (laughs) you can't get rid of it because what if you get a dvd player
0: if i ever get a dvd player this is the first movie i'm fucking popping in i think this movie is so cool i read all of these books Mm -hmm. i've watched all the swedish versions of the movies and i think some of the best story was yet to come
1: yeah Right, so so what does it go? It goes, um, girl with the dragon tattoo, uh-huh. girl who kicked the hornet's nest, yeah, and then girl, no, girl who played with fire, girl who kicked yeah, the hornet's right, nest. That right, should yeah. be the the triple, and they made, who was the actress that that did, um, you know, all the the Covent the new oh god. See, this is why we do miss Ryan sometimes. Just to yeah, be like, dude, it's his this. memory, yeah. yeah, his memory was good. Uh-huh. The the new Alien movies, because um, she was the Elizabeth Salmander, Salander. Salander, yeah in the Swedish movies and yeah. she was great. Yes. Um and I liked all those three a lot. All of Do you them think were that great. they really needed to remake it cuz they didn't even americanize it or change anything. It was just like English and American actors. Uh, I think then, those new
0: movies just like seemed like the budget was lower. Like yeah. I think that was just the big difference. Like I just wanted there to be more of a budget in those and I think mm-hmm. like I really was pumped about Daniel Craig. I was really pumped about... And it's not like Skarsgar. they didn't nail
1: it. Like, they were really, really good.
0: Those original movies were great. And I just, like, wanted that with these. I wish there was two more. Yeah. Um, I think it was crazy that no one saw this movie. I mean, it literally did uh, just over 100 million in really. years. So it was a huge disaster. Yeah. Um, critically pretty well taken, and and people liked it. Um I think that this is like one of my most confusing like movies that just didn't work and I don't really know why it didn't. I really like this movie. Yeah. I think it was awesome. I thought like the end with with um them kind of solving the whole mystery it was really the, cool
1: and they wrapped it up uh, because they're going to move on to other stuff, right? Like the the yeah. next movie is a different family, different plot, whatever. Yes. Um yeah, they they solved it and then they had like a really wild scene with Bill Skarsgård or Stellan Skarsgård at the end. I mean, really, like how good is Daniel Craig at, at uh, scenes where he's getting tortured? So good,
0: and he, I, I he's did, iconic. To, me, at to that. me, like the whole thing where he was like, "You could have ran away. Mm-hmm. I told you to come in. I you know. didn't feel
1: right." Well, the he, funny thing is, I had a note like, "Why the <sighs> fuck would he go in there?" And then it's a good enough movie that they addressed that. And they, they were like, did. yeah, you came in because you'd like, rather you'd rather feel unsafe than feel uncomfortable like, like insulting someone. I was it was like, damn, that's so true. That's really why he, and then he's like, that's how I've killed all these people. Yeah. They just don't want to feel awkward. They just come and do whatever I say because they don't want it to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, fuck, that's real. Oh, and like that moment,
0: like I had seen the movie before. I had read the book. I knew how it was going to end. I knew he wasn't going to get hurt. But right. I still felt such fear for him, like in that moment. Like he was just like, This you are gonna make quite a mess. Yeah. And I was Ugh. like, Oh Ugh.
1: my gosh, like this dude is so evil. He's gonna start whipping his balls with the thing out of <laughs> <laughs> Um I have one note that I, I can't yeah. like skip over. Yep. Okay, I have two notes. A sucker for creepy religious shit. Right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. put that in there. I'm good. Absolutely. And then I just have the cat.
0: Oh yeah, that was a (laughs) lot. They killed his cat, and then they
1: bent the cat's legs Mm. into a fucking swastika. Yeah, I didn't like that. The swastika cat. I'm sure you didn't. That was a lot. That was a lot. It looked real, and I was like, (laughs) "Damn, that is the swastika cat." So, um, just had to had to mention that note. I, I am also with you though, a sucker for anything like spooky religious. Yes, like it, uh, it just feels
0: like yeah, that could happen. I think I've said this to multiple people recently. I'm sure I've said this on the pod as well. I like I'm not afraid of monsters. I'm not afraid of ghosts. I'm not afraid of of like curses, and I'm not you know like I'm mm-hmm. not afraid of that kind of stuff. I'm not afraid vampires, of like vampires. You know, like not where you're gonna that get stuff yeah. is not scary to me. What is scary to me is like people without a conscience like Mm -hmm. like spooky scary people who (laughs) like like (laughs) spooky scary (laughs) I, i feel you you know like that's what's actually scary to me and so i thought this movie was like super intense when it came to um like what this guy was doing what he was capable of like all of that was so Aggressive, especially when they started going through the Bible verses mm-hmm. and then matching them with all these yeah, murders. Cool, that was cool. so I really liked it. And I just, I, I wish that they we got more of this. Yeah. And so when I go through this, my honest take is that this movie was a ninety-two. Wow, that's and I that's know I know that that's going to be higher than almost anyone in the world. Um, but I think that this movie was just awesome. Like yeah. I, to me, this was one of my favorite. Besides Fight Club, I think this might oh and seven. This is my next favorite Fincher movie okay. behind those. And that's been a long time. Like he hasn't made stuff in the last 15 years that I liked as much as I liked this.
1: Damn, damn. Um, I gave it an 83. I think that's, wow, we
0: were way different.
1: We were Yeah. Pretty different on this one, but I thought that was fair. And I, like I it, liked the no, movie a lot. I, it, I, it was long. It was two hours and 38 minutes. And it sort of had multiple endings. You got to admit that, right? Yeah, like, there's the ending on the island, and then the ending on the thing, and then they go and meet again, and then they yeah. solve, and then they go back to the journalist thing, and they get that guy, and then they solve that thing, and then it turns into a spy thriller for a little bit with Elizabeth, like, ble- ble- you know, putting on a wig, and which was actually fucking cool. It was cool, but the movie is probably 35 minutes too long, and I get they wanted to be honest, you know, true to the book, which yeah. I'm sure had two big plot lines going. Yeah. But they sort of sacrificed the first plot line through most of the movie, and then they're like, oh, but we we do have to have another 25 minutes to wrap that up.
0: I, I will say this, too. I understand that like one of the things that probably made this movie inaccessible to a lot of people, or this franchise, was the rape stuff.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I have that in my notes. It's like, that's what killed this this movie. A um, little too hard on that.
0: I think it was really bad and uncomfortable, but like, it was like an origin story almost for... Elizabeth Sound. It was supposed to be right. Yeah, it was like she was so badass. Her punishment of that guy was like I couldn't. I didn't want to watch, but I didn't want to look away. Like it was so intense. She was so scary and powerful. Yeah, badass. I mean, I get that. that, Like
1: you know, she took her power back, but. Got to remember, like a writer wrote this for her to be raped. You know yeah, what I mean? no, so, like, I, I agree. It doesn't I, like, you, like you watch that scene, you are like, "Yep, we're all good from what happened earlier uh, to no, this character that this writer just m- made happen."
0: I agree, and I think like part of the other thing with her too is like she is, she is, um, a a character who has lived some unspeakable terror, terrible things mm-hmm. in on camera but also based on what she said has lived unspeakable, terrible things even before the movie starts. So she is, she is like the person who you would never, I think like the reason she is such a a powerful character is because she is the person who's never the hero. Mm -hmm. She is a person lost to the state who is stuck in problems with the law and with mental health and with everything. And she is never the hero. And so like, a few people believing in her for the skills she had right and like the relationship which i didn't think needed to be sexual with her and um i didn't yeah but i think it was in the books me. and so whatever it, i get it didn't that they, they could have made the change i didn't need it to be sexual i think
1: it didn't <laughs> right. bother me but i was kind of like and you know she initiated really yeah. hard so there was no like they didn't make that fuzzy but it also felt yeah. like is she just coming on to this guy because she's all fucked up? Yeah, too? Like- it was just
0: a little bizarre to me. But I mean, overall, I know, I know that I'm irrational about this movie. I I fully understand,
1: dude. I gave. Two Cohen brothers, like (laughs) 99s. I mean, I think this is probably the movie that I'm the
0: the most into that other people aren't. But it did get an 86 from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. So So you're just a few points above that. It was no big deal. We were, our average was right around the average. There There you go. There you go. We kind of nailed it collectively. So I do think this movie was awesome. And uh, I think it was a good way to see out um, uh, Fincher. And I also Mm -hmm. think it kind of showed what Fincher has become. Yeah, like a guy who can do something that's good, but like has lost a little of his shine,
1: a little bit of his like, uh, you know, box office draw, like after yeah. a couple hits, you stop maybe getting the best. You know, here's his thing. He he adapts. He doesn't like the other people we have on the list, write Their own stuff, too, usually. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, well, next week we're watching True Grit, which I've never seen the original and I've never seen this remake. I've never seen the the original. You definitely need to watch the original. I have never seen it. It's supposed to be one of the great westerns of all time. Mm. Um, I don't even know what I'm getting myself into with this movie, um, but I hope I like it. I really think that it's going to be a fun round Mm -hmm. to wrap up some incredible careers that maybe are on the downside of their brilliance, but that doesn't mean that they haven't been some of the most influential people in the industry for like 30
1: years now. Exactly, exactly. Yep, I love it. It's been fun, man. I can't wait.
0: All right, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, go back, check out our sportscast. We talked all about the NFL playoffs. We talked a ton about the Timberwolves. We talked about the Premier League, the FA Cup, even the Royal Rumble. It was a really fun episode. So until next week, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies podcast.